This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 350. Fans of iMacs or iMac fans? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast number 350. Kind of a milestone, but uh, it doesn't really add up to a milestone as far as the number of shows we're recording uh, that you and I have recorded. No, it's half of 700. Oh, that's right. That's half of 700. So, (laughs) Which which is half of 1,400, which is half of 28. I don't know. Well, if if we're still doing this show at 1,400 or 2,800... (laughs) And, and still not getting paid for it. Happy saying, guy, are you, are you, on, are you there. on the end of the uh, line? I, I, I was going to be there, but I, I had to attend my grandson's high school reunion. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Grandson. Is grandson. Yeah. yeah. And it, his high school reunion. 14, 15, it'll be more than his grandson, I'll tell you. It'll just we'll be, be two coffins, yeah, two we'll coffins be side by side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have got... Oh, It'd be like those two grumpy men in the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, up, uh, oh, up in the uh, the balcony? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this show anymore. <laughs> I can't remember. The, somebody, How please, did we get onto this? I don't How know. We... I don't know. Everyone, please, if anyone remembers the name of those Muppets, you can call us at 703-436-9501 and let us know. You just hit it out of the park. I did. I, I, did. I, I had to bring it around, part. man. I had to bring it around. Well um, done. <laughs> well, considering we ha- we're now like over two minutes and we have not even gotten started on the ton of stuff we have to, and we do have a lot, a lot, lot, lot of yeah. stuff. So we're going to talk about this really quickly or not yes. so we can get through it. Yes. Yeah, and, yes. and I'll okay. speed everything up. Good. Well, actually, uh, the first thing I just wanted to mention was iChat. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it is superb. My, I got my, in fact, <laughs> some of the listeners may remember David got um, uh, an iMac from a dead man. Oh, it was a dead man's iMac. I can't remember the full story. Well, as long you know. as the iMac wasn't dead, that's the part that <laughs> no, matters. No, no, it wasn't. Anyway, I actually got that iMac from him, um, bought it from him uh, for my – well, we, we we kindly call them what? the in-laws. Oh, but you, just, you, just, you, know, you just kicked out. Oh, sorry. Can you say that again? I said we – we we have our outlaws, uh, which we kindly refer to as our outlaws rather than our in-laws. And I got <laughs> I got them that iMac for the, for for them to use. Right, that was a G five one, wasn't it? It was, yes. Okay. And obviously, I, what I did was I made sure that I got iChat set up, and so we could do any screen sharing rather than me spending an hour and a half round trip if ever I needed to help them out. Right. And actually, just before I'm guessing last week, this was show, their first Mac. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Um, they've had it. They've been using it now for some little while. But um, I got a phone call um, from um, my father-in-law uh, or father-in-outlaw, and, <laughs> and, and, uh, and otherwise known got, as Billy the Kid. Yeah, Billy the Kid. Anyway, he got uh, he got a problem, and I said, "Okay, go to your Mac, turn on iChat. You know how to do that because I've made sure he could do that." And I got the screen sharing up straight in, no problems. Sorted him out. Superb! I just love it when it does that. Well, certainly spending thirty minutes doing that as compared to a you know thirty minutes doing it with him 
plus a three-hour car drive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it's a, that was a total round trip, so it's not quite that uh, that long. But hour and a half, you know, it would have been about two hours. So it just spent me, yeah. you know, just saved me an hour, hour and a half or so. So that, it's cool. That, it's cool. That I is, love it. And, you know, and, and there are, there's other software to, to do things like this for, like, screen sharing. But quite frankly, being how it's built in, and it's, it's so it's built, easy to use. Yeah, it's built in and it works fine. So you know, if you know if you're having problems, it doesn't work. Then yeah, you're going to probably have to go to another route. But I've I found it work on you know numerous occasions. But there you go. Yeah, Good yeah, stuff. yeah. We uh, Gaz and I were actually talking about <laughs> trying to do this show over over iChat with uh, the some of the problems we're having tonight with Skype. Yeah, my, my I blame Microsoft. Not, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll come to that later. Yes, we will. Oh, my God. Um, John Nemo had gotten a hold of me last week, or just before the weekend. Uh, his wife had been on, like, this morning TV show out in Arizona, something to do with, like, companion animals. And uh, the the TV station had embedded the video on their website, but it was in this, like, weird proprietary, you know... Uh, Oh, damn. Hold on. Oh, I go. This start again. This weird proprietary. <laughs> and they just could not get it going. So John got a hold of uh, my brother, Larry. Go ahead. You've been planning that all night. Oh, yeah, but then I didn't have it set up when I was actually going to do it. <laughs> Just some bad guy. Bad, bad. Sir, sorry, so, you, got, you, you got in contact with your brother. Right. Well, actually, John got got a hold of my brother, Larry, and Larry couldn't get the, the, the video off of this site. So I thought about it. It was like, well, why can't I just use, like, a uh, screen grab program? So yeah. I, I got out um, – uh, I think it was uh, Camtasia or it – was, it was one of them – and – Recorded the video that way, yep. Full screen. Now, naturally, it's not HD, but you know, we're we're talking about you know blown up flash video. And um, I actually used Adobe's uh, Premiere Elements to to put the whole thing together, and they've got this kind of cool like cartoon effect. So I right. made two versions. I made one of it regular, and then one with like this cartoon effect. Put them up on YouTube so that John and his wife could see them, and then burn both of them using iDVD, and put them on some discs and, and sent them out to him. So he's he's very very happy. Yeah, good good stuff. Well done. Yep. And all if if anybody wants to see the uh, the the finished product, it's only about a six and a half minute video. I'll I'll, I'll put the links in the show notes. Excellent stuff. Yep. Excellent stuff. Well, I spoke about last week uh, about me putting the SSD drive into my MacBook, I think. Right, yeah. Um, but I also, at the same time, had a uh, an iOmega um, hard drive, external hard drive, which I used to back up lots of media. And the damn thing, it, it just failed. It, it just Your wouldn't... backup failed? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. not good. Well, I, I, and I didn't know this until I came to use it, because basically what I do is I just I leave it unplugged, and then when I need to use it, um, because it, this isn't one that b backs up all of my machines, it's one that I use to back up my media. Right. So it's not, you know, time um, dependent. I right. just need to use, you know, if I add some media to uh, the storage device, I then occasionally, you know, a, a day or so, perhaps later, I'll, I'll make sure it's backed up or even on the same day, whenever. Anyway, I came and I couldn't turn it on. And I just put a ton of stuff on the media device. Mm. And I thought, mm-hmm, not happy, not happy. 
So you so couldn't thought, even you, so you couldn't back any of that up. So I couldn't back any of that up, and I was a bit I was a bit concerned. Anyway, I was pretty sure that it wasn't the hard drive that was dead. I I just had an inkling that it was the logic board in one of these, you know, because it was a one of these uh, external enclosures which yeah, you just plug exactly. in and put USB in. Right. And I thought, mm, you know, the hard drive couldn't have gone. Anyway, I took it apart, and obviously you void your warranty when you do that because <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't find my receipt, and I was pretty sure that I've had this, you know, probably eight or nine months, and you know, I needed a, a result straight away. So I went onto Amazon uh, and I got one of these kind of I call them uh, they're these hard drive toasters. You know, oh where you yeah, yeah. Buy, where you can just yeah, because I've got one of those. A, yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, if any folks out there have got spare hard drives hanging about from yeah, upgrades that drives. you've done. Or their and their SATA drives, go and have. Well, a look. actually, they've they've got them for uh, uh, ATA as well. Yes, I know they have. Yeah, yeah, I know they do them for that. But it's it's. I think I think you're probably a little bit safer with the SATA drives because oh, yeah, yeah. if you think about the pins on an ATA drive, it's, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can just imagine trying to shove one of those in. You get the pin out of alignment, and you you know you, you're, you're done for. Yeah. Anyway, but I mean, yes, they do them for both. But if you've got spare SATA drives hanging about from upgrades that you've done or from drives that have died, which you think have died but may not have died because I, you know, I just this thing once I kind of broke the seal was easy to take out. Anyway, the toaster came. Uh, I popped it in, and hey presto, it was working. So it was the logic board on the uh, on the original device. So uh, I was relieved. Got everything backed up. Hey presto. Now, are you going to leave that as a raw drive, or are you going to put it into another enclosure? No, 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 I'm going to leave it as a raw drive, because I've got two or three spare drives, eSATA drives, a two-and-a-half-inch and two three-and-a-half-inch drives. Oh, okay. Um, so, basically, I'll, you know, I'll put them somewhere safe, so they're not just sitting somewhere collecting dust, uh, and then just pop them in when, whenever I need them. Okay, uh, hold on. Just... Ah. Uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um. You went to get your toast. Yeah, yeah, my uh, my wife hates the man cave. Yeah, <laughs> she does. It's it's. I mean, it was it was just a, a mess, especially with you know doing the the switch out from the iMac to the to the Mac Pro. I had stuff like just Everywhere. all over the place. Yeah, and all the and, cabling laid out on the floor, and it, and it was and it was tidy for you. Well, but... no, it wasn't really tidy for me either, but I didn't care. No. <laughs> that was the That's... difference. So I, I I promised her I would do something about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I did what, what most red-blooded American males would do, and I went to Ikea. That's what, I, that's what red-blooded American males do. <laughs> no, I, Are you sure? Well, you know, no. I've, I've, I, I've only ever uh, – sorry, you know, sidestep, which we, we never do on this show. No. No. <laughs> I've only ever been into one Ikea store, and it was the worst experience of my life. Really? What happened? At the store. Was just bad. Ah, <laughs> oh, just that. This is uh, it, walking around being. Be, I mean, it was like being in a game. It, you know, it was like being on rails in a game where you oh, have to go oh. through. And, and yeah, thought, yeah, they've got like go, arrows we, going. You need to go like, this yeah, sorry, way. We want to go over there, and we couldn't go over there because they blocked <laughs> it all off. And I thought we got out, and that was that must have been six or seven years ago, and we've never been in one since. It might even be longer. Yeah, I'm not an IKEA fan, but okay. anyway, anyway. Um, I, w- I also wanted to put the uh, the Mac Pro in like some kind of enclosure, right. and it just so happened that IKEA has this product, and I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. It's the Vika Alex V I K A A L E X, and it is like just the right size 
to put a Mac Pro into. Excellent. So I, I put the thing together, and, and I also got some stuff to route cabling and things like that. And uh, the, the table I have actually is the same table that uh, Tim uses at his house. And right. the way I got turned on to that, I'd gone out there when I went to Chicago. I had stopped at his house in uh, Battle Creek, Michigan, and I saw the table he was using and the way he had it set up. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. I really like that. So when I got home, I got one for myself. Because that's also how red-blooded American males roll. But anyway, I'm getting off topic. And so I, I put the just box together, just a little bit, put the box together, put the computer in it, and fit really, really nice, closed the door. And I had left for about an hour. When I came back into the room, even before I got through the door, I could Smoke. hear – no, no, no. I could hear the fans. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I ran over, opened up the door, and this like wave of heat just like <laughs> – Came right out of the enclosure, and I, I looked at you know my SMC fan control menu bar, and it was up to like about 130, 140 Fahrenheit, and it was like, oh, well, that can't be good. Um, no. it, and it went as soon as I opened up the door, it went way down really, really quickly. So it, it went, it went like this. It went. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. Devilishly clever. Yes, uh, uh, not so much. So um, what I still need to do. Is you need to drill? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I need to. I need to like cut out part of the door yeah. so that there's some air circulation, and maybe put one or two round holes in the back so you know it, it comes in and goes back out. But yeah. otherwise, other than that, that you know, Perfect. other than the fact that it like almost turned my um, Mac Pro into like metal sludge, I, I'm um, very uh, happy with it. Other than the fact that it's like singe marks all <laughs> on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Com computers can get very hot, so they, you know, and certainly with um, the Mac Mini, the old Mac Mini, um, sorry, the old Apple TV used to get really, really hot. And if ever you've got a, a computer like the, the Mac Mini in the in the living room that I'm using as a media center, sure. whenever I'm, you know, ripping any DVDs or burning anything or using Handbrake for, you know, encoding my own videos... <laughs> He said with a slide that I've recorded on my ZI8 camcorder. <laughs> <laughs> the top of it can get the, zone. <laughs> the top of it can get really, really hot. So oh, yeah. make, always make sure that you've got plenty of air circulation around your electronic devices in general. To be honest with you. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. my Mac. Oh Let's yeah, yeah. Yes. And there's not much here to talk about this week. Um, uh, TechFan31 came out, and Tim was Tim was back, and and they spent a lot of time, kind of rearranging stuff where they were doing the recording because they were actually recording it at uh, Mac Specialist there in Chicago. Plug plug plug. Yeah. And yeah. They, uh, David, I guess, was telling them that there was a really bad echo. They they finally got it worked out, but I just thought it was funny that they went all through you know through all the whole setup while they were recording the show. Yeah. Yeah, those boys, they're not professional at all, are they? <laughs> no, not, no, not like us. Not, not like <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Okay, next on the website is Class on Demand, Complete Training for Adobe Photoshop CS5. That's a review from Susie Gilbert. It's not Susie, it's Suze, you nitwit Brit. <laughs> you did that on purpose. I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing we have this week uh, is another podcast, Pocket Size Podcast number 17 by Scott Wilsey. And he has a Log Me In Ignition winner. I'm looking forward to listening to that, actually. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to listen to it myself either. And yeah. we got I've some got, feedback. Yeah. And I, 
We well, have. Y- yep, yep. And Skype is is being bad Skype again. Bad Skype. Bad Skype. Skype. Okay, you're sounding good again. Um, the first one is oh, oh hold on, is from uh, Jolly Jape. You say Jolly Jape. I say Jolly Jap. You big yank tank. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Uh, he's talking about the marriage of Windows and Skype. Be afraid. Be very afraid. And he's he's saying that this is basically the beginning of Skynet because it's Skype plus Microsoft.net. Skynet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna leave come the with planet. me if you want to live. Yeah, I'm going to leave the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Take the next one, Gaz. Okay, that's from A. McShane or Steve McShane, as we really know him as. Yeah. Um, and basically, uh, he sent us a link um, about a very long show. Long. <laughs> and I must admit, I st- uh, <laughs> you know, in some ways, the, the says, way they says, recorded this he, show. He, he did say future shows will be shorter. Please. And he had one too, which you could subscribe in iTunes, but it was two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. And they were, they were like all, I mean, I, th- I thought it was going to be them like just drinking beers and saying, okay, yes. well, this is a, you know, X yes. type of beer and it's really good. No, they were like all they over were, the place. They were putting the worlds to right. <laughs> and and, uh, it went, and it, it's called, I think it's called the, the Spartan Sink. Yes. Yeah. So, and I had trouble finding that in iTunes. Yeah, I finally I, I, did, but I did subscribe to it. And I think he had issues in iTunes, so we'll put a link to that in, in the show notes. But, um, you know, we'll Well, well to, to the website. To the website, rather, yeah. yes. And, and I'll look on iTunes and see if I can find the, uh, the RSS link for that, too. Okay. All right. Uh, last thing before we, before we go on a break. Uh, yesterday, all of a sudden, and this has been going on for a couple of weeks, where all of a sudden the Internet just goes completely out here in the house. And at first I was thinking, oh, man, you know, because I have the, the first-gen uh, Apple uh, Airport Extreme, the N-Router. And I've had it for you know, however long it's been since it came out. And I'm thinking, oh, am I going to have to replace that and go through all that hassle? Turned out it was not the Airport Extreme. It was my cable modem, which I, I – my service is through Cox. Mm-hmm. And so – in the middle of this, uh, you know, the clouds were forming outside, and it was looking like a, a, real, a real, like, Noah's Ark-type storm that was about to happen. And my wife was like, what are you doing? I said, well, I've, I've got to get this thing replaced. And she's like, well, just do it tomorrow. You just work right there by the office. I said, yes, but if it doesn't work, I have the podcast tomorrow. And she's like, oh, right. So I go, <laughs> I go rushing to the car with this, this old cable modem. I go on out to the Cox office and, and I hand it to the, the guy there at the counter. But just before – actually, just before I, I went inside, the rain had started coming down and it was thunder and lightning and all this. And just as I was putting my hand on the door to go into the office, there was a strike probably less than a quarter of a mile away. And it was like boom. I, you know, it was, it was almost change of underwear time. It really scared the crap out of me. So anyway, I, I go inside and I give this guy – the uh, the cable modem, and he looks at it, and he was like, "Oh my god, I didn't even know people still use these things." And I thought, "Well, how old is it?" Because I couldn't remember when I got it. And he looked, and he said, "This is like nine years old." So it was like, oh, "Okay, well, great. Can I get a new one?" So he handed me a new one, and I talked to him a little bit about some other stuff, and he he found out I do I do this podcast, and he yeah. somehow he managed to get my uh, 
my my Twitter name and sent me a uh, a, a Twitter post that says that is probably the longest I've heard of a modem going. Congrats! And that was from Cox underscore Will. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 what prize did you win? I. Uh, a new cable modem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That well, that didn't cost me anything other than the fact no. that I'm, you know, well, paying you Cox's outrageous prices yeah. every month for <laughs> for internet. Yeah, ISPs, don't we love them? <sighs> yeah, can't live with them, can't shoot them. Okay, that's that's my motto. So um, let's uh, let's mm. take a, a quick break, yep. or quick for you and me, and it'll be longer for everybody else. And uh, you know what, guys? I think everyone should just stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back. Sell kids food. Well, the change moves. from the MyMac family of podcasts, Tech Fan, hosted by Tim Robertson and me, David Cohen. If it moves air and it keeps you cool, then this is the podcast for you. We cover ceiling fans, desk fans, swamp coolers and air conditioners. If it's to do about air displacement and you want to geek out on that, then this is right up your street. Hello? Oh, hi, Tim. Yeah, I'm just recording a trailer for the new podcast. What do you mean you've reconsidered the concept? What, you don't want to cover fans anymore? Technology? Well, I suppose, yeah, we know a bit about it. Well, you've been doing it for 20 years or so, haven't you? You want to geek out on technology instead? How are we going to change the name of the show, then? Oh, I see. Fans of technology. Okay, I guess that'll work. You're the boss. Okay, catch you later. Tech fan. It's not about fans, but it is about tech. Afraid to cry? It's the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Well, that was a great first break. I love the music that you put in there, guy. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should because I have a my taste in music goes like from fifties all the way through to today. So I have a feeling um, some of these songs people are like. What the hell was that? Yeah, but they're, they're, yeah, they're great though because they're just short snippets, and you know, you th- yeah. Anyway, anyway, I could, and then it's I, like, oh, it's them again. Yeah, play the song. <laughs> We've got a pattern war occurring. Yeah, I can't believe this. <laughs> oh, now this 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 company, I I have so little use for these companies that buy up these patents, produce absolutely nothing on their own, and then just sue everybody, hoping to to bring in some cash. And it, uh, it, it just yeah. it just so it's, hacks me off. It's a difficult one because. Uh, you know that's the way it is, and that's the way yeah. it runs. And until 
you have a change of the pattern regs uh, over in the US, certainly, then this yeah, is going to happen. Go yeah, this, this, <laughs> is, this is just going to continue and continue. But give uh, give give the listeners a bit of a background. Okay, uh, this company is called Loadsys. And uh, apparently they have a patent having to do with in-app purchases that they claim Apple has already licensed, but that this license does not cover third parties that are essentially forced by Apple's policy to only use in-app purchases for subscriptions and enhancements to, you know, the existing free or paid-for apps. So far, they have only sent... Uh, and I was I went to the site and looked at it. What they weren't cease and desist orders as much as they were saying, okay, you need to negotiate with us to to license, you know, this patent that we have control of. To but the weird thing is they're only sending it to smaller developers who well, kind of have a hard have, time challenging their claims. Yeah, I have heard a little bit of more news, and I've been doing a bit of digging. I, I believe they might have sent it to one or two larger people as well. So uh, it may be that they're just kind of um, – they've sent it first to the smaller people to kind of give them, you know, this is what we're doing, and then go into some of the bigger companies. So mm. – um, but anyway, um, I'm a bit surprised. I'm a bit surprised because <clears> – <throat> Apple normally are pretty good at covering, you know, their own backside on this, and this is well, not. Well, they, they good... did. They did cover their own backside. Well, no, 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 no. I don't think they did. Well, they didn't cover everybody else's backside. No. What? What is the one thing that Apple always like to tell people? They like to give the users a great experience. Now, this isn't affecting the users, but it could be if app developers decide, hey, no way am I going to go in there and create an app which has in-app purchases which makes my app really useful like magazine subscriptions right and they're not going to then produce which they're just working apps. out precisely which they you know people are then going to say no I'm not going to go over to the uh, um the apple app store because you know you've got no control you suddenly get hit by some third party patent um, corporation Troll. that then says, yeah, that then says, okay, okay. <laughs> that then, that then says, I'm you know, trying to remain objective. Yeah. Yeah. I can hear yeah, it in you your voice. Um, <laughs> but, but load sucks. So, so, so there, well, that aside, that aside, yeah. that means the experience that they're giving to their users is not a complete experience. That's why I'm surprised that I don't think, you know, Apple have covered all bases here because surely they could have, you know, well, perhaps they didn't. And perhaps that is part of the game that this company is playing to get more out of Apple. Yeah, because you know, Apple really can't afford to have developers, you know, big or small, leave the iOS store because of or this not, kind of or nonsense. Or not come to the, to the App Store. Well, I, I think, you know, with considering the size of the iOS market, I think we're kind of past that point. But okay. If if they have to oh by the way your Skype thing is breaking up again, um, if if they have to do some trickery in order to to get paid for enhancements and things along those lines, magazine subscriptions, and they have to pay not only Apple their thirty percent, but now this this other company yeah. and 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 you know we're not talking about a lot of money. You know, according to uh, Load Sucks, sorry, Loadsys, they're saying that they only want <laughs> they only want one half of one percent of fees generated from in-app purchases. But is that for the entire purchase price, or does that also take out 
the 30% that Apple is taking. Yeah, My see, guess is know, it's for the whole price. It starts to add up, you see. It starts to add up. And, and what if somebody else then comes in and starts to say, With well, another patent. you know, you're, yeah, you're using this process and we need to take, you know, so that's why I don't think Apple have covered all bases here. They might have covered their own bases, but, you know, their own bases include the developers that they want on board. So exactly. I, I think this will this will run a little bit longer. And I've got a feeling that um, Apple might just be getting involved uh, a little bit later. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, this lately, like over the last year or so, <laughs> Apple, when, when these kinds of things come up, especially when you're talking about legal issues, they typically don't say something right away. I mean, look at what no. happened with uh, no. the antenna or uh, what was the what was the last? Oh, with uh, the whole location services thing. Yeah, but they, they, I think actually on the location one, they reacted fairly quickly. It was about a week, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that you know that's pretty quick. I think that was pretty quick, to be honest with you. But the, it, I, I think with this, when it, but that wasn't really a legal stance, was it? Yes. Well, it, it could have turned. It well, it, it, it has have. become one. It's become one, but I mean, I think they, you know, th they weren't pushed straight away with, you know, a legal precedent. Whereas I think the, you know, the fact that um, uh, some of their companies here are being pushed um, and saying that, you know, you are using our patent, that means the lawyers are going to be sending letters out, then, you know, they're not going to react and, and make public statements straight away, certainly. No, no, they'll, they'll, you know, cross their T's and dot their I's, as they mm. say. Mm. Um, if I had to guess the way this is going to work out, uh, you know, Apple is sitting, and, and this is, I think, part of the reason why you, I almost hesitate to call this a company. Um, <laughs> an organization like this, <laughs> an, a, a um, you know, scum suck, I'm not going to go there. Um, Lotus. In your opinion. In my opinion. Yes. Um, yeah. Lotus isn't doing this to get money from – I think you're right, that they're not doing this to get money from developers because that's relatively small potatoes. I think the way that this will probably work out is Apple will either further license the patent or just buy it outright. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's probably the most expensive way for Apple to go, but also offers them the, the least amount of hassle – yeah, I think I think they've got to pr protect the, the platform, and that's what this will come down to. Really. Yep, yep. And uh, I don't want to even talk about them anymore. I, <laughs> I, it just it makes my my blood pressure goes through the roof every time I, I think about oil. Like, oh yeah, think about like the lawsuits out of East Texas, or you know, companies like this that that make nothing. They make nothing, Gaz. <laughs> <laughs> they buy a patent and say, "Give us money." Yeah, okay, you guys well. suck. Let's let's calm down. <laughs> okay, and and talk about. Uh, oh yeah, this will do it. Yeah, this next subject will definitely calm me down. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I see in the notes, guy, that you're saying discuss how the latest iMac hard drives can't easily be replaced without whirlwind of fan noise. Yeah. Well, you've already experienced how loud a Mac can be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with my Mac Pro. Like you hear it from next door. As so I was pulling into my driveway. What's that sound? Yeah, it's that so about. Apparently, just so the listeners know what we're talking about, OWC actually reported that the new iMacs have well, wait, a... Before you go any farther, this isn't just the new iMacs. This is also, and I think going back to the 2009 iMacs, but it's just now kind of getting out. 
with, right. with this okay. report I didn't from know OWC. That, actually. I didn't know that. I didn't. I thought it was the newer IMAX that had come out. So, um, but OWC has reported that there, there is a new SATA connection, um, which includes um, connectivity to a temperature control sensor, um, and the firmware uses this um, little identifier um, to say that this is an Apple certified drive. And if you take that drive out and replace it, even with um, an identical drive. Yep. Um, if it hasn't come through Apple, or I'm not even sure if it can come through Apple, but if you try and put, you know, if you go onto Amazon or whatever and try and buy an identical drive to the one that you pulled out, not that many people are going to be dismantling their Macs and putting them in, their iMacs and putting them in, but that's another <laughs> yeah. story. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, Guy Hawk out. Yeah, basically, it, it the machine, the firmware says, this is not Apple certified, and the control on the fans goes haywire, and they go at full tilt. Yeah. Because they, they well, can't identify whether the, the hard drive is hot or not. I think, to be honest with you, that this... This is Apple possibly protecting their own and the resellers for fitting hard drives. I wonder whether they have seen lots of issues with people trying to add hard drives into into iMacs and bringing them in after they've tried to do a repair and asking for their iMac to be fixed when they blatantly have tried to do something themselves. Now, that's me purely speculating. Right. But you um, see, at the same time, if you, if you have an iMac that is under warranty and you replace the drive and it's not done by Apple or an Apple-certified dealer, you have, in essence, blown your warranty. I yeah. mean, that's unfortunately, you know, that's, that's just kind of the way it works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, yes. crap, these computers, they're so naughty and so complex. <laughs> yeah, so so <laughs> once you've filled your hard drive, <laughs> you're going to have to upgrade your machine. Is that what they're, t- is that what they're saying? Uh, not necessarily. I, 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 now, whether, you know, Tom can probably answer this better than, than we could. Mm. Uh, do, does first computers of Minneapolis or first tech, com- first tech computers of Minneapolis, first tech, <laughs> Tom's company, the company Tom works for, that place in Minneapolis. Um, do they get their drives from Apple, or do they have some way of updating the firmware on the drives that they do put in so that this doesn't happen? You see, that's why I'm a little bit surprised that it's only just kind of come out, because I would have thought yeah. that you know, this would have been happening you know, even on those older Mac, iMacs that you mentioned before, and that, that this would have already been... And that's why I thought it was only on the newer iMacs, but um, you know I'm quite happy to be corrected on that. But it, it, I, I'm not sure how big of a deal this is, to be honest with you, because if you're going to do it, you, you, you know, yourself, yourself, right? Then I can assure you that taking apart an iMac is not an easy affair. Oh my God, no, no, it is not. I mean, just taking the the, the back of it off is. You know, a, a nightmare in itself. Well, you, have to take, you, you have to take the screen off, don't you? you have to yeah, these, yeah. There's like these four pads. long screws that hold the screen in place. You have to take those off. You usually yeah. have to disconnect the um, uh, the little built-in webcam, and you but, know. But you know, it's such a, a, a 
oh, you know, if you get anything under that screen, I, I just would not do it. Oh, then and, you're screwed. Yeah, and that, to me, is one reason why I actually like my Mac Minis, to be honest with you. Um, the one thing I don't like about the Mac Minis is they're not as powerful as the iMacs, but, I, you know, you're kind of buying a big screen, and if anything goes wrong, you need anything changing. Other than being able to change the, the RAM, that's one thing that I do often feel that they, you know, lets them down a little bit, the fact yeah. that you, you can't change stuff like that, which and is a shame. The thing that makes me crazy, especially when you're talking about the iMacs, and, and you know, I'm mostly referencing uh, the one that I used to have, the 2.16, uh, which came out in 2006 or 2007, there was a lot of room on that bezel at the bottom, mm. just underneath the screen, and yeah. they very easily could have put hard drives there with an easily accessible door that you can just kind of, kind of like what they did with the MacBooks. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it look nice, though, would it? Well, you know, it's the back of a computer. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, but you know, it's the whole look. I mean, I, I did say that's why I like the, the, the just going stepping aside because the new Mac Mini is actually it's very difficult to get to the hard drive now. Well, it Whereas, wasn't yeah. easy on the old ones. Either. It wasn't easy on the old one, but it was. It's. I think it was almost easier than it is on the new ones because you really yeah. have to get in there and take bits apart. So, you know, I don't have a problem as long as the thing is working, and. <laughs> Well, it, it, you know what it comes down to? If you do have a problem, you're almost, well, you are, you know, unless you're very technically minded, you are forced by the design itself to take it to an authorized Apple dealer or to an Apple store to have them look at it. And I understand aesthetics and that it's a very pretty package, and whether we're talking about the iMac or the Mac Mini or the their various laptops. I mean, these are gorgeous machines. But at some point, you know, where did form work out over function? Yeah, yeah. And there's really... And I wonder, there's also one question that comes to my mind yeah. as well. After a couple of years, you know, let's say you've just fallen out of Apple Care, for example. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after three years, we all know that Macs are still perfectly capable of running, you know, really well. I yeah. mean, take that, the G5 that, you know, the outlaws, my outlaws have got. Yep. It, it's it's still running perfectly fine for them. Now, the the one thing is media is becoming bigger. Yeah. I.e. people's uh, media collection is becoming right. bigger. Their stuff. So, are you then their stuff? Yeah. Are you then able to take something which is out of Apple Care or out of warranty, whether it be an Apple Care three year or just your, your normal one year? Are you then able to go into a store or a reseller? And Tom could answer this, of course, is and and get an upgrade on that hard drive. Yes, you can, but you, you can pay for it. Well, yeah, I understand that. I understand you pay for it, but I'm just. And they'll warranty the drive. They'll warranty whatever it is they replace. Like on yeah. on my old iMac. Um, I mean, that, 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 there's there's two things which are you know definite in this life. Um, oh, there's three things actually: is taxes, death, and the fact that a hard drive will fail. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> um, yeah, hard drives are born to die. You know that that's really what it comes down to, which is why it's so important to have multiple backups. So where do we think this story is going to go? What you know, what what is the problem? Is there a problem with this or? Um, there. Well, there's nothing illegal about 
what Apple's doing here, but it is it, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth as far as saying, okay, well, we, we've made this change for, I mean, was the, I guess what I'm saying is, was this change made because it was necessary to monitor the temperature of the hard drive, or was it made to prevent people from getting into the guts of their hardware? And we have no way to answer that. We have no way to answer that, but one one little question I'll throw at you. Mm-hmm. Um, do SSD drives get so hot? Oh, I have no idea. I've never used well, one. I don't think they do, you know. And, you know, that throws an interesting well, side they, they certainly in there. won't get as hot as, as a, no, as no. a so, flatter so, drive. So why is it in there? You know, it, it is. it does seem a little odd, I must admit. I, I can understand the bad taste that you've got in your mouth. But, you know, there again is Damn loadsis. <laughs> Sorry. But is, is, that, is, is that possibly a, uh, a differentiation between having uh, an iMac, which is a more consumer device, although they're pretty powerful, yeah. and somebody who wants a Mac Pro, which is more of a pro device? Well, the pros are ridiculously easy to Correct. replace drives in. Correct. Um, so, you know, is that a differentiation that they're, they're trying to force on people? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it, it could be. I, I, I guess the part that just bothers me the most is that they could very easily, and and like I was saying earlier, they proved this with the, uh, I think it was the MacBook that you could easily replace the drive in. They can, they can design an enclosure, a consumer-based computer enclosure that you can easily replace a hard drive. Apple could do it. I mean, you, you look at the iMacs and they're gorgeous and there's no reason why they couldn't make a, a slight change to the back of the machine that no one is looking at anyway and <laughs> allow you after, especially if you're out of warranty to replace the drive if it goes bad. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, one thing which the new iMacs have, and I think new Macs will have uh, going forward, is that thunder lightning bolt connection. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, you know, being able to connect hard drives to that is going to make, you know, the internal hard drive almost redundant apart from having the OS. Connected yeah. Well, to I don't think, I, I don't think that there's a hard drive made that can saturate that, uh, uh, that interface. No. No. Well, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Anyway, I think we've, I think we've killed that subject. <laughs> yep. And oh, before before we take our break, I, I I didn't put this in the show notes, but I've got something to play for you here, Gaz. Okay. And this is a iPhone commercial parody that that I found on YouTube. I did a slight edit near the end, and you'll understand why when I play it. Here it is. <laughs> okay. If you don't have an iPhone, I'd ask you what's wrong with you, but I already know. You're poor. Or a loser, or a person who doesn't care about technology, which means you're either poor or a loser. We didn't even make this commercial to sell you an iPhone. We made it to mock you for being one of the have-nots. We are the Sneeches with stars upon thars, and you are one of the regular Sneeches. If you don't have an iPhone, honestly, good. In your face. If you don't have an iPhone, frankly, go f*** yourself. <laughs> and um, on that note, which I, I had to put something well, in this segment I'm, I'm that, really that was going to make me laugh. I'm really quite upset now. <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't have an iPhone. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Well, thanks a lot, Guy. Oh, well, that wasn't and me. You think, and you th- and you... And you think I'm going to be in the next section? <laughs> P- 
please, please be in the next section, Ken. Well, everybody, stand by to stand by, because I might not be right. <laughs> <laughs> Mac listeners, Sam Levin here with App Minute. If you want the latest and greatest of app news information about cool things regarding apps, that means anything application related, software, hardware peripherals, iPhone, iPod Touch, iPad, Android, you name it, you got to listen to App Minute. Check out appminute.com, one of the many, many cool, cool shows of the MyMac family. All right, thanks a lot from Sam Levin of appminute.com. No shirt, no shoes. No podcast. The G Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the last segment of the MyMac.com podcast. Now, we had to reset Skype because Gaz was having some problems, but he's all right now, aren't you, Gaz? 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 I'm still trying to work out whether I'm going to talk to you or not. <laughs> Please talk to me. Please. I can't do this show by myself. Because I'm sad and poor, apparently. <laughs> and don't know technology. You left out that part. No, no, no. I might know technology, but that means I'm sad or poor. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, so it's an either-or kind of thing? <laughs> well, I might not know technology and, and be sad and poor. <laughs> That's kind of like a triple threat. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, I've just decided what I'm going to sell. Oh, what are you going to sell? Well, it doesn't matter. Just, it, it just, I'm going to sell something so I can get an iPhone. So not... <laughs> yeah, my uh, my son Peter, whose birthday is next month, is already uh, talking about. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to get an iPhone. It's like that. And the the three GSs are actually kind of cheap right now. Yes, but it's now two years old. In in fact, in fact, we've got a story about those. So. Yeah, yeah. We all right. Let's save it for that. Let's save that. Yeah, for that. save it for that. Go okay. Um, anyway, you've put something in here about. I, I, and I don't know why. I, I, I want to say this word and spit. Okay. Dealing, dealing with Microsoft. <laughs> we, we, we used to have a comedian over here. He's got, he'd got a, like a, a hand puppet. Yeah. And it, and it was a dog, and he was called Spit the Dog. And, the, <laughs> and all this dog would do would go... <laughs> <laughs> Not a happy and, dog. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Um, yesterday, I, uh, I, I fired up... Windows 7 Pro on my um, you know bootcamp partition, and as it finished firing, I just wanted to check see if there was any updates, and and of course there were. Unclean, 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 unclean. and there was a little message on the lower right right side of the screen that said that this was not a licensed copy of Windows 7 Pro. It's like, well, no. It was because I, I actually bought this this copy of Windows Seven Pro from from Newegg, so I know knew it was a good copy. 
And there was a, a link to click, which I did, and then a phone number came up. So yeah. I said, oh, okay. And really, I knew all what all I had to do. All I needed was a new product key. Yeah. That was it. That was really all I needed. So I figured, okay, well, how long could this take? Five, ten minutes max. No, we're talking about Microsoft. And Microsoft doesn't do anything in five or ten minutes. So I, I rang the number. And the guy answered the phone. His name said that his name was Kevin. From his accent, I really doubted that his name was Kevin. <laughs> so I talked. <laughs> I, I talked to him for a while, and he said he was going to transfer me to somebody over at the, the Windows Advantage team. And then I talked to Rom, who also turned out to be <laughs> with customer service and also couldn't help me. And he transferred me to. Jamie, who also I don't believe was a Jamie, and <laughs> in turn, you know, I, and I'm explaining to them, you know, really, I, I understand what the problem, and I'm giving each one of these people my existing product key, and there I can hear them frantically typing away, and they're saying, yes, that's a that's a good product key, and that product key is associated with Windows Seven Pro, which in turn is associated with your name. It was like, great, okay, we have now determined I am not running a pirated copy of Windows 7. Yes, yes, yes. Let me get you over to the Windows Advantage team. It's like, well, that's what the first guy was going to do. So then they transferred me to Dave. <laughs> was and he a real Dave? I don't think he was a real Dave. <laughs> and he had me read the product key again. And then I really threw him because I told him that this was on a Mac Pro. Uh-oh. On boot camp. He had a minor freakout, but a quiet minor freakout. And then he transferred me to the Windows to a Windows 7 service tech. Good grief. I know. Well, I mean, this is take this this whole process took like two and a half hours. But for, fortunately, me. the story itself will not take two and a half hours. Yeah, so um, the last yeah. person I talked to was this, this very nice woman named uh Rashmi. And I think that was really her name. <laughs> <laughs> a real person. A real person who seemed to, and there's no reason why she shouldn't be proud of being from India, but she did not change her name for the, the typical American that probably calls her up. And she had, and, and again, you know, she has me download this program called Microsoft Easy Assist, which is screen sharing, a screen sharing program. And so she took control of the computer and opened up a, a, a C prompt in a separate window and did some command line stuff and did it so quick I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. Yeah. Um, she had me to a restart, and then when we came back up, that was when my cable modem had gone out again. So <laughs> I'm frantically running over to the laundry room where the cable modem is and resetting all this stuff and running back, and she's very patient during this whole process. Of course, I was being patient too. So we, we finally got that command line thing going again. She did some more stuff. Then she contacted another person. Oh, my word. I know. And this person this gave her a, 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 a new product key, which she then typed in doing this you know, Microsoft Easy Assist stuff. And lo and behold, everything was back up and running again. Can, can I say, that whole pro process must have cost them 
double the cost of the license. <laughs> it probably did. It certainly cost them more than it would have it would have taken to just read out. You know, once it was determined that it was a legitimate copy. Yeah. At yeah. that point, you just say, "Look, here's your new product key." All right, you, you cancel well, I mean, out the I, other one so that it can't be used I on can, another machine. I can remember having the same issue on a, um, a Windows machine that I had, and basically the, the machine died. So I. Hello, Gaz? Which I'd got kind of Wait, built you, up you'll myself. Need, you'll need to say that again because Skype just, <laughs> just did its thing against, against you. Oh, oh, it's doing. I can't believe this. Hold on, hold on, folks. We got some, something to deal with here. All right, sorry about that, guys. Uh, Skype is is being being Skype is Skype is being Skype. So start yeah. start your start your thing again, there, guys. Well, basically, I had this a similar scenario where I had to change a license from one machine to another machine, and it was an XP machine. And basically, you rang up, you gave them the the license that you'd got, and you got a, a new key to put in, and it was dead easy. It took about five or ten minutes, as you yeah, said. So yeah, that's and that's what I thought was going to happen. Absolutely amazed it took you that long. Crazy. Yeah. And I, I think um, what probably added to the process was when I said, oh, yeah, this is not a Mac Pro. It was like you could, you <laughs> yeah, could almost yeah. hear the brakes squealing yeah, in the background. Yeah. That, was just about to give, that was just about to give you the key, and then yeah. you said that, you see. It's like, oh, we're going to keep this bastard uh, on for another 45 yeah, minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's, your, yeah, it's your own fault. It is my fault. But uh, <laughs> she, Arashmi was, was very, very nice, and uh, she sent me an email asking how everything went with – a link to you know let her boss know that that she did a wonderful job, Hello. and I did I did send an email saying that that she was very professional and patient with me and, and all that. So I just didn't see any reason to um, you know just because I was having problems with with everybody else at Microsoft, I, I didn't see any reason to gig her because she was she was actually very nice. Well, enough about Microsoft already. Yeah. Let's move. Let's let's move on to to a subject we kind of hinted at earlier. Yeah, we. Yeah. Uh, your, your your son's looking for an iPhone, and you're you're thinking a three GS will do him. And uh, I actually saw a story that um, the Apple three GS is outselling. Um, well, it's basically outselling <laughs> uh, newer Android phones, which I think is um, is not a surprise, really, not a surprise at all. No, not so much. Um, I mean, it's still it's still a a, a good phone. Um, I I think uh, you know overall, from what I understand, Android is outselling the iPhone, but there isn't a single individual well, we have to, yeah. Yeah, Android right. phone that's, that's outselling right. any iPhone. That's right. I mean, Android is on lots of different devices, but when it comes to um, manufacturers of phones. Then the iPhone is still still doing, you know, comparatively well, pretty damn well. Yeah. Uh, and that phone is is out. A lot of other manufacturers' individual phones. So, um, and it's a good phone. It is a good phone. Uh, I mean, my girls have just got the three G. Right. Uh, and they're quite happy with that. So, I mean, the three GS. If I if I upgraded them to three GS, they'd be happy. Um, never mind, you know, the iPhone four or the f- iPhone four S or iPhone five, which <laughs> I might whatever. be getting soon. Well, yeah, I, I think whatever the next iPhone that comes out will be the one because I mean, I've had this three GS now for almost two years. And ah, well, you see, there's your option. He can have your phone. You can get a new one. Well, yeah, but his birthday's next month. 
And I don't think well, Apple's going to come out with a new phone before then. True, true. Though, That's a actually, shame. you know, um, bef- before we go on, I saw a story just before I left work today that the 10th anniversary for the Apple stores, you know, the, the physical Apple stores is coming up on May, I think it's May 19th. Yeah, I think it's next it's Thursday. This Thursday. It's this, this Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. And there are, and you know, this isn't a rumor show, but this is kind of juicy. Uh, there are rumors, he said with his fingers in quotation marks, that uh, Apple is coming out with something kind of cool without saying what it is on May, I think Monday, May 22nd, that there's uh, some various Apple store employees that oh, are goodness. being told that, you know, they can't, they have yeah, to be there the night yeah. before they, they're going to black out some of the, the store windows, you know, oh, yeah, as, compared you know to, think- as compared to people smashing them in and, you know, taking everything that they can grab. <laughs> yeah. It's an Apple refurb, but the refurb stores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like an Apple store, but there's like a couple of dings on the side, you know, I mean, you just deal with it. Anyway, I just thought that talking, that, that and was talking kind of about, cool. yeah, and talking about stores. Yes, Apple stores receive more visitors than Major League Baseball stadiums. Well, you can't buy computers at Major League Baseball stadiums. <laughs> but I, I, I just, it just makes me think. Just makes me think you're abandoning your favorite sport over there. Uh, well, yeah, I, I was never a huge. <laughs> That's because everybody's watching it on their on their <laughs> iPads, yeah, on their Apple TVs, rather. Well, I, I'm not a big baseball fan, you know. But uh, if you Neither think about, I. yeah, yeah. What about cricket, though? Are you a cricket fan? I'm not a big cricket fan. I'm it, I I can't even figure the game out. But that's yeah. a whole that's a whole that's a whole other podcast. Yes. Um, let's not go there. No, let's not go there. The 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 baseball season is roughly about six months, and there's only. 26 teams so and, oh, and and it's not like they play games every single day you know and there's there's hundreds of apple stores and they're open all the time there's always an apple store open somewhere it it's like that jimmy buffett song it, it's it's got to be 5 p.m on friday somewhere or whatever the name of that song is um yeah i i haven't gone to a baseball game in years, but I end up at an Apple store at least once a month. So it, it doesn't really surprise me that Apple stores get more visitors than, than Major League Baseball. It's just one of those statistics that they like to bring out in comparing, you know, famous things which people ex- you know, yeah, with expect. other famous things. Yeah. Yes, with uh, with Apple. Yeah. More people go to Apple stores than play Kakuro online. And it doesn't mean a damn thing. <laughs> True enough. True enough. <laughs> well, okay. we've got, we got some cases that uh, you were kind of linking to. Well, I just mentioned that the it, it, this is one case that we, we spoke about many, many moons ago, and it's this Modular R or Module R. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, basically, you could uh, fix the uh, case onto the back of your iPad and then have various mounts around the house or even on the back of the, a car uh, headrest so that you could then just, you know, or even a carry-on as well. So you could just, you know, put a strap over your shoulder. Um, and I must admit, when iPad 2 came out, this was one of the cases that I thought, 
oh, crikey, I wonder how happy they are about the complete <laughs> change in design. Well, they don't seem to be too perturbed because they <laughs> have brought out an update so that, um, and I'm not surprised actually, I presume some of the accessories can be used with the new one. They just had to, you know, redesign the case. Um, well, yeah, so the, the part that actually fits over, fits over the, the iPad. iPad itself. Yeah, yes, but so everything I, else I would imagine, you know, I, I mean, with the name still, of the company being modular. Yeah, well, could still be used. So, yeah, you uh, should still probably, be able to use it. Probably, probably a good bit of forethought from themselves, to be honest with you. Yeah. Now, see, so you've got a, uh, a case that you uh, wanted to speak about as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you brought this one up, the in-case origami workstation. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And, you know, I, when I first went to look at it, I was kind of like, uh, you know, what's, what's the, it's not even really an iPad case because it's, it's, it's kind of a case <laughs> for, the, for Apple's wireless keyboard. Yeah, and then as I looked at some of the other pictures, it was like, well, wait a second. When you kind of unfold it, hence the name, you know, origami, you can place the iPad in either portrait or landscape mode. Now I'm currently still using that that rocket that you know that Rocketfish iPad case and keyboard that I got at Best Buy, okay, and, and it works very well. But some of the things that first attracted me to it, like being a hard shell case and being able to go from landscape to portrait, is now turning me off, and it, it's mostly because I can't easily get to the 30-pin connector unless I take it out of the case. Yeah. And yeah. even plugging in headphones. Now, it's got like a, a a slot to plug in headphones, but if you've got like kind of a, a long, you know, outer plug, you've again, you've got to take it out of the case to plug it in and then put it back in. And, you know, that's, that's kind of a pain in the neck. Plus, it is heavy. So something like this, like this, uh, this origami workstation case from – or uh, sorry – in case, In case. <laughs> origami workstation there and no yeah. we're not being paid by them no um, at all. the fact that that you can I, I think you could probably use almost any iPad case for the iPad itself and then you know having this enables you to have the the, the better keyboard which Apple has. In, and use that with the iPad. So uh, I, I don't remember how much this costs, but I, I'm, I think it's about thirty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That. I mean, that's that's not a whole lot of money. Um, but then, of course, you also have to go out and get the uh, the Apple wireless keyboard. <laughs> so this, you still have to factor in that price. Yeah. Ah, uh, boy. This with all the Skype problems, this has been a very odd show. Yeah. It, 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 well. Yeah. We're, we're, we're coping through it. We're, we are coping through it. And I have got some news. Actually, I yeah. have a contest to talk You've about. Got, yes. I'm, I'm going to sit back and enjoy listening to this. <laughs> well, enjoy is probably a relative <laughs> term. Um, now, you all have heard the bumpers that we play after the commercials and just before we, you know, we come back in. Um, I would really love to see how creative some of you guys now, based on some of the Twitter responses we've gotten and you know Eddie Spaghetti Skype calls. I think we have a lot of you know really creative people out there, and what I want to do is find out just how creative you guys can can be. And I'm not asking you to do this for free. I, I'd like you to send me in little bumpers like we play on the show, or even if you can manage this about a 30-second commercial for Gaz and I to do. And we'll, what I'm going to give you is I have these these four-port USB hubs, and I know I can hear the collective yawn right now. <sighs> oh, USB hubs. Okay. Ah, but, but these are special. These are special hubs. 
This is the iHub, and it's not the name that makes it special. There's a company <laughs> in China that made these four-port USB hubs, and I absolutely have no idea how well they work. And it's got Apple's logo on it, and when you plug stuff in, it lights up. <laughs> okay, so the logo it, lights up. It might be rubbish, but as long as the logo lights up, that's you're right. Okay. <laughs> well, Apple, of course, you know, being the uh, we were talking about, you know, um, uh, what was it? Cease and desist. Yeah, yeah, patents earlier. Well, Apple's lawyers, you know, practically went foaming at the mouth when this thing first came out, <laughs> and. Uh, they have been sued out of existence by Apple's yeah. rabid band of roaming I, I lawyers. I think actually this is going to be a collector's item in the future. You know, you're, you, you, you're giving away something that could be very valuable in years to come. Yeah, well, even, even if, if, even it if it's used. not valuable, it still, it still looks cool. <laughs> so I've got, I've got 10 of these to give away. So in order to win one of these, I'd like you guys to send me a bumper or a commercial. And if you want to just type it out and send it to us, that's fine. Extra points. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold back at least four of these for anyone who actually records a bumper. And, you know, we'll pick the winners from those. I, 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 I'm going to keep this running until we get at least 50 entries, which means that you'll have at least a, a one in five chance of winning. And you can submit multiple entries, but only one winner well, only one winner per. Thank you very much. Uh, U.S. residents only. I'm sorry. This is all on my own dime. I bought these hubs myself, and I'll be shipping them myself. And I really don't want to go through all the hassles of, of trying to ship them overseas. And naturally, my Mac.com staff are not eligible. Sorry, Gaz. Uh, who is this Gaz you speak of? <laughs> I don't know. Some guy that doesn't have an iPhone. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so that's all you have to do. And you know, we'll, we'll talk about it again on, on, on other shows. But send us a bumper, send us a commercial, win an iHub, and you'll get a little four-port four USB hub that glows with an Apple symbol. What more can you ask from from a podcast besides mm. coherency? Yes, which yeah. you're not going to get from us. No, 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 not here. Um, Gaz, you, do, you, do you have a pick? Have you got a, a, oh, I said it first. Do you have I'll, a pick? Uh, <laughs> just because I haven't got an iPhone. <laughs> I do have a pick. Okay. And it's a Mac pick. It's not an cool. iPhone pick. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you. And it's called Fluid. Uh, you can find it over at uh, fluidapp.com. Now, what this does is it can create a little application um, for any website that you go to. So let me give you an instance. That okay. the app is fr there is a, a paid for ver a paid for ver version. Your your Skype is jerking out again. Um, uh, Start again. Your Skype is pissing pissing us all off tonight. Ah, damn your Skype. Okay. So Say basically, quick. <laughs> yeah. So this fluidapp.com go there and i've used it for a web page to create it into an application and basically um, i use it for my banking my internet banking and i've created an application on my desktop which is basically a web <coughs> thing within the application has it died again yeah you, um everyone go to fluidapp.com and check out this app <laughs> 
I'll talk about it next week more. <laughs> once, once we, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll put that. We'll, we'll have to save that for another week when Skype isn't being so very, very naughty. Uh, my pick this week is uh, one that I've talked about on the show before, and actually I talked about it tonight. Uh, Adobe's Premiere Elements for the Mac. I've seen it on Amazon for under $70. And this is a program that if you've kind of outgrown iMovie or you would like to kind of take your videos up to that next level and can't quite afford like Final Cut Express or Final Cut Pro, Adobe's Premiere Elements for the Mac is a wonderful, wonderful uh, video editor. And I'm not a big fan of Adobe products in general, but I really, really like Premiere Elements. And under 70 bucks right there in Amazon. Multiple tracks, audio, video, special effects, all kinds of stuff. You there, guys? I am. Barely. <laughs> Speak to me. Speak, Speak to me. me. Let's um, kill it. Let's, let's, let's end the show. Well, I, I have just a couple more things to, to, to talk about here. Uh, I've created a Facebook page for uh, the show. And, and if you go to Facebook and just type in my Mac space podcast, it'll come up. We need likes for it. In order for it to be a true Facebook page, we need at least, I think, uh, 20 or 30 people to go to Facebook and hit the like button. Foolish and petty, yes, I know. But please, please, please like our Facebook page. And um, Andrew Hall, who is a semi-regular as far as sending us uh, comments, is our latest commenter on, on iTunes. I just wanted to get that out real quick. Thank you very much, Andrew. You can be like Andrew and have your name mentioned on the show simply by going over to iTunes, type, you know, finding the podcast and leaving a comment. It can be good. It can be bad. We'd prefer it if it was good. But uh, that's sometimes out of our – actually, it is. It's completely out of our control. But anyone who leaves a comment, we will mention your name. Thank you very, very much. Please like our Facebook page. Um, Gaz is still having problems, so I'm just going to run through this really quick. I can be reached at guy at mymac.com. Gaz can be found at gaz at mymac.com. Twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. Twitter.com forward slash macparrot. Ah, damn it. And, uh, of course, you can also reach us and Fearless Leader Tim at feedback at mymac.com. And we have a Skype number that none of you managed to call this week. Shame on you all. It's area code 703-436-9501. Gaz, thanks for being on tonight. I'm so sorry that Skype is being such a naughty little boy. And it's I haven't got an iPhone. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. Oh. <laughs> I actually had to do the the, uh, the pre-recorded squawk. Yeah, I did catch the end of it, and I was I, I was hoping to get the timing in just to go. <laughs> it didn't work. It oh, didn't work. Yeah. So everyone, thank you so very much for downloading the podcast. Uh, I would say that we promise that we won't have these problems next week, but we really can't say that, can we? Gaz. <sighs> All right, I'm just gonna end. The, I'm just gonna end the show. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to feedback at MyMac.com or call our Skype number and leave a message. The phone number is 703-436-9501. If you enjoyed the MyMac.com podcast, make sure you check out the other family of podcasts 
all from MyMac.com and all free on iTunes, including The Geekiest Show Ever, App Minute with Sam Levin, and Tech Fan with Tim Robertson. We are having problems with Skype, so it's at Microsoft will now take a swipe. It's kind of a safe bet a new version will get how unfortunate it too will be such tripe.